where do we want to go next? There was a suggestion to talk about some of the players that have made the most impact over the last year. Um, Keke, would you like to, to sort of lead off there? Maybe maybe either Finns in the Vakehouse Liga overseas or for the for the national teams. Yeah, sure. I mean, um, as the as the year comes to a close, that's you know that's the uh, the thing we're looking at. Who's who's had a, a decent twenty twenty one, and um, yeah, there's a there's definitely a few names that stick out. I mean, we spoke, we mentioned him last week, and we spoke to Boris briefly there a minute ago about him. But um, Carl Johan Eriksson had an absolutely fantastic second half of the season in Sweden. Was named Allsvenskan Goalie of the Year. So um, he's 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 done absolutely brilliant. Got himself involved in the Hawkeyat squad, and uh, and yeah, his run of I don't know how many it was in the end. Clean sheets. He was like something like fourteen minutes away from breaking the all-time all-Svenskan record of of clean sheets. I think that was yeah. He had nine. I think it was in his tenth game that yeah he, he was that close to the record, wasn't he? Yeah, but um, he's had a fantastic season. Um, I mean, when we're looking about moments of the year or or moments of um of you know recent times you've got you've got that that goal that we we all spoke about so much when Linda Salstrom lobbed the well was it a lob it was a yeah looping shot over the, the Portugal goalie to send uh send the helmet it to, to next year's Euros. So um yeah there's been some there's been some cracking performances right right across right across all of the teams. The the futsal team are tearing things up at the moment. So um, yeah, Palolito, I've been busy sharing sharing all their sort of content for the for the futsal guys. So that's that's going. Do we well. need to start a Finnish futsal show? As no, well? it doesn't quite <laughs> doesn't quite drip off the tongue quite as well as Finnish football show. But, uh, but and, and and of course up, up front you've got Temu Puki. I mean these are all the big all the, the the big big guns here. You know, talking about Sparb and Salstrom and and Puki, but breaking the the Puki scoring record. Yep. This year too. 32 was the record and he overtook it uh, with his goals against Kazakhstan. We did look actually, um, I think two thirds of the goals he scored for Finland have all been since he signed for Norwich, um, <laughs> which obviously is nice for them. And uh, that sort of year of 2019, he scored 10 of those 30 odd goals in, in one year. So it shows, I mean, for Norwich, he did really well in getting them back into the Premier League. He personally has done fairly well on their return. The team is utter rubbish but he's done really well because he's had very little service but um he yeah and again it's a shame he went into the euros with suffering from an injury and then got covid afterwards which sort of delayed his start to the season um lucas radetsky as well um in terms of probably the the peak levels that he reached probably as, as outstanding i mean uh, his performances at the euros his performances for leverkusen um absolutely sensational and i guess now he'll be the the finland captain after after Spar's gone, so uh, very much the the senior pro. Um, but yeah, I mean, some of his performances. I mean, obviously saving the penalty against Denmark, and um, you know, and goalkeepers are all mad. We all know that. But off the pitch, he's in a very different way, just as much as an icon and as, as a, and a leader as Tim Sparv, albeit you know, very much the Joker. And as we know from our interview with him, he uh, he does like a beer, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Mark, anyone else has caught your caught your eye? 
Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, Buki's breaking the record was fantastic. Tradetsky was probably the star, the stand-up player for us in in the Euros. But uh, Jolle is the guy that got the goal. You know, mm. what I mean, he got the winner against against Denmark. He's come back into form this year, which is a really it's a big relief and a good thing to see. He's picked himself up and moved to Turkey and started scoring goals, which is, I mean. It's what he does. Whenever he gets a, a good run of games under his belt, then he starts he starts scoring. But I think he got four for us or four or five for us in total this year. So it was really nice to see Yolle back at it because it just he's a he's a clinical finisher. You know, what I mean, he's just he's one of those guys. He's, he's very different to Buki in that he doesn't. I would say he doesn't build the game as much as as Buki does. He's not as much of a playmaker, but he's a really good. Uh, finisher and striker of a ball uh, in the box. So it was great. I mean, that, that when the header went in, in in Copenhagen, I mean, it was um, pandemonium. You know what I mean? It was it was just one of the, the sort of culmination of years and years worth of, worth of <laughs> heartache and pain and support. Mm. Um, and then outside of Yodel, I think um, one of the best moments of the year was when Daniel O'Shaughnessy scored against Bosnia the, for 3-1. Which it was a bit of a wow. grub, grubby mm. goal, but that game was so tense. You know what I mean? It had been back and forth. Uh, they went, I think, yeah, we, we went down to ten men. Yeah, uh, we it was the game was kind of like the the, the whole place was on a, on a knife edge, and they got one back, and we thought, I thought, twenty minutes to go, here we go, this is going to be an absolute nightmare. And I think it was only a couple of minutes, and it was a whip ball to the back post, and O'Shaughnessy just right place, right time. It was a great cap to a fantastic year for the lad who's secured a move to Germany, top league. Um, and uh, and he's been playing like an absolute legend uh, in uh, in the back and and won a title for, for Hoyiko. I think I think one other person who's had a, a cracking year is Rasmus Schuller, um, who, you know, a year ago we were unsure how, how he was progressing. And then who was really, unsure? We, as the Finnish football show, we take collective responsibility for this. <laughs> and and yet when when a Tim Sparve-shaped hole appeared in the centre of the field, midfield, he, he filled it and had grown and grown and grown. And now I see that as his as his spot and quite quite comfortably in there, um holding holding things together alongside um Glenn Kamara. That that move to Jurgen in, in in Sweden mm. seems to have done Radhead a world of good. He he really hit the ground running there. He's become an absolute integral part of their midfield. I mean, when you look back over over Rasmus Schuller's career, especially in his younger days, like he's he was he was hitting some really impressive numbers. But he's um his game has I don't know developed or or changed slightly as he's as he's gone through his career. I sort of see him more as a as a bit of a not just a destroyer, but a destroyer like breaking up breaking up opposition attacks and then sort of starting off att- attacks for his team, but sort of looking, you know, that sort of yeah, destroyer and then looking for the pass to start off the mm-hmm. attack for for his team. So his game has has changed a little bit. And um yeah, who knows? Hopefully we we might be able to ask him some of those questions uh uh, in, in 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 person soon, but um, yeah, I just wanted to say like um, he he honestly he's had he's had a fantastic season, and when he puts on the white shirt of Finland, he's done really well. But on that note, I just want to say like we've had some we've had some cracking interviews over the last twelve months. I mean, we had we had Sauli Weissen right at the start of the year. That was 
That was absolutely brilliant to chat to him. Mark's already mentioned Paula Muluoya, who was it was unbelievable. Um, yes, yeah, she's uh, still got a piece of my heart, I think, to be honest. Um, after that story, that was that was brilliant. We've we had Emma Coivista, who um, me and the kids went to see down at Brighton. She was she was fantastic. We we spoke to her. That was brilliant. Mark have any of these have any of these women women footballers in the UK taken out that restraining order yet, or are you, no. are you still welcome? <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear! You, Mark, spoke to um, Paulus Arriu's brother Nila when um, when he released his single mm. for the uh, for the the Euros there, and that was that was brilliant. Like, and he was he was genuinely touched when I said that he'd made his he'd written a song that made middle aged British men cry. He was well, uh, he liked the review. It was it was it was only the truth, you know what I mean? Mm. We spoke to we spoke to Yoni Calco. That was that was one I'd been after for a long time, and I was really pleased that we managed to managed to speak to Yoni. It was really sort of interesting insight into what he'd been up to, and and he's he's moved to India that, that had come about. So that was great. And then we had Robert Taylor, who um, again, I mean, I, I feel I feel for Rob. He's he's been playing some personally. He's been playing some absolutely yeah. fantastic stuff. Um, unfortunately, his 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 brand side lost the uh, lost the promotion relegation playoff, and what a game! I mean, I was following it, and it was it was it was unbelievable. I think it was what was it? What did I say? It was like six goals in in extra time or something, and um, and then we got to like the tenth or eleventh penalties, and it was unfortunately Rob who who missed to to sort of. Yeah, that was the end of that. The the other side went and scored, and and that sort of sent sent Bergen, Brand Bergen down. But um, personally, I think he can he can hold his head hold his head high. He's had he's had a great season, and it was it was really lovely to to speak to him for the show. Uh, well, that was had... a, I thought he, it was a cracking interview because just following the trajectory of his career, when he yeah. said when he said that you know there was a team in the East Midlands League or whatever, and the and the manager said, "I don't think you're you're going to make it at this level." And then you fast forward, I don't know if it's yeah, eight or eight or ten football. years at the Euros. So yeah. you know, shows shows that you can't always judge someone at the, at the at the early age of where they're actually going to be. And he's he's sort of worked hard and, and pushed himself right to the to the top. I think players like him and I say going slightly off topic, but him and, and O'Shaughnessy as well. You know, O'Shaughnessy was was playing around the, the lower divisions in England. Um, it was at Cheltenham yeah. at one point. Um and it goes to show that, you know, not not every player becomes a star at 17, 18. You know, some players need to go off and, and discover, you know, they need to grow up, they need to find a little bit more about themselves. And, you know, O'Shaughnessy started all three games at the Euros, Taylor's in the squad. You know, players who were deemed not good enough for the dog and duck eleven or whatever it was, um, and and it's good to see. And and you know, not not every player is a Kylian Mbappe who comes in or whatever. So it's it's good. You know, a, a bit of patience, a bit of time. You know, we're talking about about Schuller as well. You know, in the last 12, 13 months for Finland, he's been outstanding. Um, you know, it's nice that people, you know, if they take a bit of time, they're not thrown on the scrappy. But twenty twenty one. It's um it's a good sign and and it shows as well. I mean, there's a bit of patience. I know Finland don't have the depth that they're able to call on the next generation straight away, but having that patience with players, it really does make a big difference. I think one of the things as well that I got from Robert Taylor's interview and and then also sort of like what's happened since is 
I mean, he just needs to catch a break. You know what I mean? Like, like I mean, Bran looked like on paper looked like a brilliant move. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, you know, a year and a half ago, two years ago, and then they, you know, that's a club that sort of spirals out of control with scandals left, right, and center, and sort of bad management. And you just think, Jesus Christ! You know, <laughs> if he could yeah. just—he's a good player. He, I mean, he was—he was—you know—he was—he was fantastic for Brown. He was one of their best players across yep. the season, and uh, in the midst of a of an absolute. Well, the other fight. guy. I was going to say this show, but <laughs> but, but yeah, no, that's not the first. That's not the first uh, bit of bleeping I'm going to have to go through and dig out but, this episode. But, yeah. but Bran were a complete mess. They were a complete mess this season, and he needs. Um, he just needs a break. He needs to catch a break. He needs. He needs a good, stable club. You know what I mean? And and uh, and you know, thirty games of no drama. Yeah, and then um, our our most recent interview of the year was um, with. Tini Corpola. So um, yeah, we we capped off 2021 with uh, with a yeah a decent one. So yeah, just want to say thank you to honestly all the all the Finnish footballers who take the time to come and speak to us. It's like it's amazing that you you agree to give us your time, and um, we really do appreciate it, don't we, lads? Mm. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Um, it, it it's it's the way that that it feels like what we're doing is appreciated as well. Not, you know, it's not only the, the, the gesture of them taking time to appear on the show, but they say that, that it's appreciated. And, and, and after appearing on the show, it was Paula that sort of called us out for coverage of the women's games as well. And since, uh, but we, I, I hope that if, if we would ask her, she'd, she'd notice that we've upped the game, even if it's, focusing on the on the live games but certainly taking the time to make sure that we're watching them and doing the doing the podcast about the about the women's games and you know we've all got we've all got jobs <laughs> none of us are doing this uh, full time so you know but we brought that into into the show as well rich but then you know again this this leads into what we're hoping to do in 2022 uh, the helmet are going to be at the Euros in England, Keke and I, and, and hopefully Mark H will be, well, we're, we're at all three games. Um, and again, it's just a, a nice chance to see Finland on, on a bigger scale. Um, I mean, Finland are in very much the group of death there. Um, and it'll be interesting. And, and three games in <coughs> Milton Keynes. And, you know, th- this is where we are now. Wake up. Wake up. <laughs> and after we spoke to Tinny, you know, she earned a hundredth cap. I think the, the week after we spoke to her. So um, again, you know, there's a there's a lot of players there have a lot of experience and, and going there. That this isn't her first Euros either. So it's um, there's a lot of good things to come. Uh, we've had the men's Euros this year, uh, the women's next summer, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And following that, um, you know, but we enjoy it. You know, as you say, we don't have jobs. We are. Uh, we hawk T-shirts and mugs and stickers and face masks and all sorts of our brand on it to help keep this going. But even if we didn't, we still we'd still do it. Excuse me, that was me. The gremlins are in. <laughs> I think. I think. I think the other thing is. I mean, if you look at where we look at where Finland is now. I mean, when the uh, when the draw was on last week for the Nations League and the pots, you saw. I was sort of sitting there thinking. I don't really there's a bunch of teams I don't want because I don't want to play them again because we've been playing them like you know or like uh, repeatedly for the last couple of years but you look at the pot and you think there's not really anybody in there that I don't fancy that could absolutely like smash us 
And then when the draw gets taken up and you go, okay, here we are, Montenegro, Bosnia again, and Romania, you think, yeah, we've got we a crack. Do that. We, yeah, we could probably do that. Yeah, we could probably get us. And it's a strange, I mean, I remember watching groups, I, I mean, like five, 10 years ago, you'd watch a group get drawn. For, for the qualifier and by the second ball out of the pot you'd be like oh god yeah, it's <laughs> over. yeah. yeah we're done we're absolutely done like germany and oh god no so i think it's uh yeah you're right there mark i mean romania they're they're not a muggy team they're mm. they're you know they're world cup and and euro championship regulars but we're we're sort of in the got the vibe now where we're thinking to ourselves well, we can we can, you know, they're nothing to be scared of. You know what I mean? We can, we can go there and, and get a result. So that's the, that's what's been built over the last few years. And I think, you know, we, we we're on a, we're on a bit of a crest of a wave, but long may it continue. Do you know what I mean? I think it's, I think it's fantastic. And it, it culminated when the four of us were together there in, in Helsinki, watching that, despite the result, watching that France game, what an unbelievable experience and an unbelievable atmosphere. I mean, for the for the four of us to be together in Helsinki on you know not the not the chilliest night it could have done with being a bit colder I think just for uh, just for the atmosphere but um, but no it was it was it was brilliant and you know the whole the whole vibe around it the the the, the game's really growing in Finland and I think it's you know it's only going to get better and better and I'm personally I'm I, you know I'd I'd happily I'd happily do this forever I'm, I absolutely love it. <laughs> uh, and hopefully we can do the the, the the get together again at the beginning of June next year for for one or both of those two home games. That would be something, wouldn't it? I reckon. I reckon if you guys fly over, I'll take the train down. We'll go to the first game, then we'll all head over to Borvo, and we'll all be on Hayton's floor for a couple of nights, and then all back to Helsinki and Borvo in June. That'd be lovely. Oh yes, we get the boat. It's lovely little trip that the boat ride from Helsinki yeah. to Porvo. Oh, even better. Yeah, perfect. Job's done. Uh, can you ask Mrs. H if that's all right and let us know? I mean, I can tell you the answer. So I'll just try to sneak you into the. I've got like a. I've got a sort of cellar that's kind of heated, and it, you won't need the heat in June. It'll be fine. Look, I'll get you. <laughs> just remind her she's met us. You know, she knows. She knows who we are. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I see. I get your point. <laughs> Um, we, we've had a, another little message from Kevin, who is uh, is quite taken with the new designs of the shirt. So thanks, thanks for that, Kevin. And yes, you're very welcome to uh, invest. Invest is the right word. Invest in an Ilves one. It's got the year on it. It's only it's only valid for one. It's only good for one year, wow. and then it becomes collectible. And boy, the the, the numbers of shirts that we sell, they're, they're, they're all pretty much collectible. <laughs> Well, a friend of the show, Jamie, is moving to Tampa next year. So uh, maybe he, he got one yeah. got one this year, walked to the pub for the Belgium game. So, uh, yeah, it'd be nice to uh, see him uh, keep his collection going. You know, I mean, how many people are going to get to have one every year? Exactly. He's, there's, only, there's probably only like me and Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> join, that, join that sad old man club, Jamie. You're, you're very welcome. Very welcome. Um, we don't have anyone else joining us. I think that, that Satu's still in the waiting room, but I sent her a message asking if she wants to come on and she's not replying. So I'm guessing she's just uh, listening. Um, do we have anything else that we want to, well, we want to talk about? Any, anyone, you know, we, we were on last week. We've, we've done 
an hour and a quarter with a couple of people jumping in and uh, and joining us and, and talking through a few new bits and pieces. Um, Rich, do you want to show people this? You, we mentioned the mugs. Are you able to share uh, a screen sure and I, show uh, us? Or? Um, I'm not sure if I can. From I'm on my three-year-old's iPad. So, uh, well, when you ask a three-year-old, she'll be able to do yeah, it. Yeah, she will. Let me have a look. Stand by. Might take a while. You'll, you'll either share the screen or end the whole call. So yeah. prepare yourselves, everyone. <laughs> Here we go. You can carry on talking while I'm doing this because this is uh, very this is much what... behind, behind the scenes, isn't it? What did you reckon? What did you reckon of the march in the end, then, uh, Mark? Was it like in? What do, what... What was your what was your general takeaway? Well, when we were in Houston, yeah, I was yeah. I was so gutted that my phone ran out of battery when I was standing at that bus stop <laughs> when we were doing it because because yeah. I, I was I was I was so pumped it, like, it was it was brilliant, wasn't it? I mm. mean, mm. yeah, you was a bit taken aback, old Mark, wouldn't you? I I was because I I wasn't expecting. I mean, I don't know. I, I read somewhere a report saying there were a couple of hundred, a few hundred people there, and it felt like hundreds of thousands of people marching yeah. down the street um because we were like 10 10 or so wide walking down the the middle of the main road out in in and out of helsinki and and everything was stopped and the singing was going on and it was rowdy as but really really friendly and the, I, I, the 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 way to explain the impression it had was that about four days later Sutton and i were both in the kitchen preparing dinner both still singing ole 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 and <laughs> and it was sort of in it and it, it wore off after about a week and a half we stopped singing the song so yeah definitely it definitely stuck with me and, right. and as we said in the show immediately afterwards there were there were people coming back and saying oh I, I listened to the podcast and you know it, it's, it's great to meet you and, and that was quite sort of affirming that that this is this, this connects with people. It's nice to make that physical connection because you never know who's out there, really. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Although you did, you did. I mean, <laughs> you you had a good physical connection with one of the with one, one of the guys on the march. Was that the was very good. drunk guy who we just sort of <laughs> passed on to the group behind, and then they got rid of him and passed him back? Yeah. I, I, I never. I, Amy was so drunk, I didn't know what he was saying. Um, against so, he, he was swimming against the tide. That's yeah, the impression of a salmon just going get against the tide and trying to trying to scrounge money or drinks or fags or probably all, all three. Yeah, uh, Rich, this screen sharing seems to have turned into you moving from being a moving picture into just a, a name. I am browsing, stand by. This <laughs> technology boy. isn't my thing. <laughs> I'm not going to take anything off. <laughs> no, no layers coming off. Yeah. We don't want to get done. That terms of service of the live stream, get this thing taken down for uh, forever. Um, hey, I tell you, I tell you what. While while you're doing that, Rich, I will, I will, I would just do a little bit of jiggery pokery in the background of the uh, of our storefront. And I, I've got because I said I have one more, one more shirt to show i had one more something to show so let me let me find that and then i'll share that and all the viewers 
and you guys will be able to see what it what it is. Now, I deliberately waited for this one, and you'll see there's a very good reason why. Okay, it's coming. Oh, hello. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, I, I had a little thought at the weekend that, that you might like. I, I think I need to just jiggle this around a little bit and move the logo up but anyway look at that yeah i thought that might i thought that might hit the hit the spot and you get the full you get the full range as well boom i'm getting the lot you get the lot it's <laughs> in there tote bag over his arm with a with a phone case and the t-shirt yeah boom. and a hoodie Look and a lady's that. t-shirt underneath is a vest. He'll be doing layers every every show. Nice. Yeah, I thought you'd I thought you'd like that. It's the one non-Vakehouse Liga team that we've done. It's Yee Core oh, for Keke and yes. his his mates. Because I think there's a few Yee Core fans that listen to the show. So uh, one or two. One yeah, or two. Exactly. So all you all you boys and girls out there, it's live now. Well, that one's on offer. <laughs> well, that's because they're not Vakehouse Liga team. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, is there has something happened? First it giveth, then it taketh away, eh? That's weird. Why is that one reduced? I think we should uh, maybe knock up a Huima one in uh, <laughs> in, in, in honour of our last guest. Get in while it's hot, Kekka. Apparently you've got a couple of days, so Bye. there you go. Um Rich, maybe uh, you'd have to describe these I mugs. Can, I can, hang on, stand by, <laughs> if I can do it. Oh, only the host can share in this meeting, apparently. Oh, okay. All right, fine. All right. Oh. Um, oh, so, so near and yet so far. Uh, it's, it's either that or I'm going to end up showing off my, uh, holding my phone to the screen like a uh, old person yeah. trying to work yeah. out Zoom. <laughs> Which is exactly what you are, but that's okay. Don't worry. Stand by. Oh, I can do that. Yeah. Oh. Hey, oh, Oh, ah, yes. there it is. Okay. All right, let Rich, yeah. Rich, you need to, Rich, you need to talk so you take the 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 yeah. camera. Yeah. So um, we found that our other merchandise supplier is uh, excellent for t-shirts, and I adore them. But for mugs and certain other merchandise, they are not printed and made locally. So uh, there is a company that I we have used for my <laughs> other podcast, where. Um, they're a lot cheaper and, and very good quality. The one that we have for the other podcast came in is lovely. And uh, unlike my Hoycon mug that I bought in the shop a few years ago, doesn't run in the dishwasher. So, um, <laughs> yes. But, uh, yeah, and uh, they're fairly cheap to post as well. So um, once I get some time now, it's Christmas holidays, etc. we'll uh, have a play around with some of those lovely designs that we've seen and, uh, yeah, try and get a Yeek or one knocked up sharpish while getting yeah, his wallet, while he's, while he's got his wallet yeah. out. He's thinking, if only I'd known a couple of weeks ago, they'd have been on my Christmas list. <laughs> yep. It's not too late. Never too late. Never too late. All right, let's have another little look and see if anyone else is communicating with us or if it might be time to, to say goodbye and good night and see you in the new year. I think bearing in mind, uh, Mark, we started by by talking about how we used to do this show live 
and and then sort of put the recording out as a, a podcast and it, it takes us back to those old times I do remember once where I accidentally gave uh, my friend Julian the wrong link so rather than coming in as just watching it he was actually in the show with us and you could hear his daughter uh, making a rice ale racket in the background before I muted him and then booted him <laughs> that sounds like my age yeah well a little a little bit yeah and i i've got the the, the shouting boy in the room next to me as well who, who and as, finger as everyone can see we are now much more professional yeah <laughs> uh, and, and that was the other thing that boris seemed quite impressed with what we were doing which yeah it, it never fails to, to make me make me laugh oh dear uh, yeah exactly. boris who was wearing his own merchandise did i make out he had his palo your polo top and baseball cap on yeah i mean come yeah, fresh from his own podcast that's what yeah. we need to do if we guest on other stuff <laughs> yeah always have the always have the gear on and the hat's yeah. good as well because it's up up there mm. can, can we see if we can find a place that does branded flat caps then i mean <laughs> come with a whip would, as well wouldn't yeah. you then have to sort of like like to, to get the advertising you'd have to wear it backwards like, all right okay <laughs> have a logo across the back and just wear it backwards like a like a wrapper or something um all right I'm, I'm not seeing any more any more um comments from anyone so i reckon we've been there about an hour and a half um hopefully if you're listening to me talking on the podcast at this point this will be the end of the third episode over Christmas. That's what I'm hoping to cut this up into a, a few different pods between Christmas and the New Year, so that you know when you've had enough of your family and you've eaten enough turkey or ham or whatever it is you eat, then you can just settle down with us in your ears. Obviously, Mark Hayton will be joining somewhere midway through the second episode, but we'll we'll forgive him, but we won't let him forget. Um, Keke, thanks for joining and uh have a merry christmas yeah kiddos and um yeah once you've uh, got your ears around these three episodes as i say we should have something nice for you coming in the new year we're hoping to get rasmus Schuller on the show and um yeah see what he's got to say to you lot <laughs> <laughs> but don't wind him up beforehand do you because yeah see you are a little sterile because you made a comment to us in whatsapp the other day and i have access to the um, the Instagram chat where you do all your flirting with these footballers and there was no mention of any negativity that might have come his way before. So <laughs> I'm very, very tempted to eject you from this meeting. Um, <laughs> but hey, listen, we said it earlier, but, you know, let's get well soon to to Kimmy and I hope the rest of the family stay safe and well. And, Thank uh, you. And see you in the new year. Yep. Mark, same to you. Merry Christmas. Huva yaulua. Yep, tak Um And Rich, you you yourself oh, need oh, oh. to be need to be getting well after after your COVID infection in the middle of last year. So you know, rest up over Christmas, and uh, you know, I'm sure the kids would let you relax, right? I, I doubt it, but um, I say I I got the whatever. It is at the men's Euro final. I also have tickets for the women's Euro at Wembley next summer. So we'll uh, hopefully won't get it again there. And uh, we'll see if Finland participate in this one. But uh, only pay 10 quid for the tickets. I think it's crossed. So, so what you're saying is at the women's Euro final, the Nelson variant will start It's uh, start spreading around the... Very nice. Not for the first time. 
on that on that bombshell, I think it's time to draw a line under all this before all that fizzy cola goes to his head. Um, <laughs> listen, thanks for joining us for this um, live show that we we put out. I think it, it's gone quite well, and it might be something that we can try again during the coming coming year, um, as long as you guys come and join us. But until the next episode of Finnish Football Show, find us on the Facebook page, the Facebook group, at Finnish Football Show, um, also on Instagram, the Finnish Football Show, um, or there's our individual Twitter profiles, Keke is Keke at Keke Muleri, Mark is at FC Swarmy, Rich is at Escape to Swarmy, and I'm at Explore Finland. And until next episode, thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Bye.